Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. Our passage today comes from Matthew 13, 31 to 32. He put another parable before them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all seeds, but when it has grown, it is larger than all the garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. Jesus is continuing to teach his disciples about the kingdom of God in the form of parables. Parables are illustrated stories that Jesus used to bring out the deeper truths of his teachings. It usually pertained to his description of the kingdom of heaven. As we observe this particular parable, it is important for us to recognize what Jesus means by the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven, also recognized as the kingdom of God, it is the revelation and expression of Jesus' presence and love to people. It is not a geological location. It is not restricted to a political party or idea. It is not reduced to a building, nor does it belong to an individual or a group of people. The kingdom of God is present wherever Jesus dwells. During the time of Jesus' ministry, his followers and the first century Jewish population pictured the kingdom of heaven in a completely different way. They saw it as a way for them to be free from their oppression of Roman rule. Jerusalem was no longer the Mecca and the mighty city it once was. The first century Jewish people had no political or military power in their current occupation. When you track the Israelites in the Old Testament, you can see the hardships they went through. They have been pillaged, exiled, persecuted, and robbed of their identity. These people were clearly looking for a Messiah and a champion that would immediately abolish their oppressive state and grant them the authority and power to be the mighty people of their nation. So when Jesus talks about the kingdom, they begin to have incredible hope that it will come immediately and that the empire they live under will no longer be in reign. They are anticipating for their enemies to be destroyed, their wealth to be restored, and their identity to be reinstated. However, this is not the kingdom that Jesus came to build. As we see in this parable, Jesus correlates the kingdom to a mustard seed, a small, tiny seed. The kingdom that Jesus mentioned is subtle, insignificant, and meek. He blatantly points out the truth that the kingdom will not come in a single mighty force, but that it will take time to grow and flourish. His revelation of the kingdom is a slow-coming kingdom. It is a kingdom that will take time to be recognized. It is a kingdom that will not conquer by physical force or by military power. It is a kingdom that will not be glamorous and glorious to the naked eye. However, Jesus has a plan and he makes a promise that one day it will be the greatest kingdom that has ever been seen. It will be beautiful and wonderful. It will be a sign of hope It will be a place of refuge and peace. It will be a home to those who call it home. It can be extremely difficult to see the kingdom of God in a broken and corrupt world. This parable is not directing us to become pacifists and to become ignorant to the injustices that happen. In the context of the entire Bible, we can recognize the importance of becoming advocates and intercessors for the poor, the widows, the orphans, and the oppressed. It is through this parable that Jesus is trying to remind his followers and those who believe his message that there will be a kingdom without suffering, violence, racism, hate, and sorrow.
He is encouraging those who believe in him to not lose heart because it will take time. He is asking us to trust in him who will ultimately restore all the brokenness in the world, abolish all evil and corruption, and heal all the wounds we carry. This parable is best represented in Jesus' own life and death. As a mustard seed, Jesus came to earth as a vulnerable, small infant, unrecognized by the masses, and was planted and given life in a stable. He lived his life in a subtle fashion, and at the start of his ministry, he gave his attention to those who were constantly rejected. His ministry drew the sick, the outcasts, the sinners, the prostitutes, and the marginalized. Even in the prophecy that was spoken of him in Isaiah, it states, He grew up before him like a tender shoot, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. As his ministry became more noticed, he never used his influence to instigate revolts or revolutions, although they resulted in riots because people were threatened by his claims as God. His kingdom revolution came through his love, generosity, and grace for those who were unloved, unforgiven, and marginalized. Even his death on the cross, that had the appearance of weakness, humiliation, and defeat, resulted in victory for those who believe in him. But from death, which signifies defeat, came eternal life for anyone who chose to follow him. A small infant became the hope for humanity, and through him we can all have a home, a tree of life we can rest ourselves on, just as the birds in the parable will come and make their homes on the tree. Being a part of the story of God is a journey and process. We are a culture that desires instant gratification and immediate results. But we can see that through the life of Jesus, he can birth hope from the smallest acts and things that may appear to be insignificant. My personal journey with Christ resonates deeply with the mustard seed parable. When I first became a Christian, I wanted immediate growth and change. I would become envious of seeing people who became Christians years after me encounter God in a deep and profound way. I would wonder why I couldn't trust God years after committing my heart to Him. I would become frustrated about how little grace I would show to others. Yes, there were some radical transformations, but I have learned that being a person of faith means that our journey is a marathon and not a sprint. I have never stopped struggling with my doubts, fears, and anxieties. Sometimes I have a hard time trusting God in certain seasons and circumstances. But I hold on to the promise that even my small amount of faith can be turned into something glorious if I continue to trust in God. It may not happen today, or tomorrow, or even in 10 years, but Jesus has a plan, and His plan is to see His kingdom of beauty, peace, joy, and hope come into our world. If we are struggling with our faith today, or if we are struggling to see God in our world that is hurting and broken, remember the words of Jesus' parable. Just because something seems small and insignificant, even if we can't recognize it now, because it is invisible, doesn't mean that Jesus has abandoned us. Jesus will work through the small details of our lives to show us how majestic, kind, and gracious He is. It is through the whispers that Jesus will remind us of His great love for us. If you are feeling frustrated with where you are with God today, know that He loves you and He sees you. There is a quote by C.S. Lewis I remember during times such as these. He says, The great thing to remember is that though our feelings come and go, 
God's love for us does not. May our small mustard seed of faith turn into something that resembles the wonderful kingdom of God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you take the little that we offer and you make it into something wonderful and beautiful. That you take beauty from ashes. And Father, when we are struggling, when we are frustrated, when we are doubting who you are and who we are in our relationship with you, I pray that you may speak to us, remind us, and may we experience your presence here with you. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.